everyone. Thanks for joining us on Profit with a Plan podcast. This is where you can get some great ideas to create your most profitable small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't only for those that have a lot of money or run really big companies. A workable financial plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to make good financial decisions that lead to bigger profits. So join me, Marcia Reiner, your certified financial planner and financial business strategist, each Tuesday for some smart ideas that can add more profits to your bottom line. I am passionate about working with small business owners who are working their ass off every day. They're making great money, but they don't have a lot to show for it. I help them fix their cash flow fast so that they can increase their profits, build their wealth without sabotaging their business too. They know they can grow a sustainable business so that they can uh, sell it for a lot more later on. If this sounds familiar to you or you know anybody that might be curious, please share this podcast with them. Or if you want, let's chat. You can always book a brief call with me and get on my scheduler. It's calumly.com forward slash Marcia dash 16. As I always say, there must be 16 of us. So today's podcast we are talking to a dear friend of mine, Miss Wendy Barr. She is the CEO and creative director for Barcode Brandy. It's a full-service design agency that focuses on bringing big business brands, brand strategies, to the small business owner like you. Wendy will talk with us about how to make a few simple changes in our branding and branded marketing material that can help us business owners be perceived as more credible, relevant, and compelling. While branding is is not simply your logo, it's the most important piece of any brand and should never be an afterthought. So, Wendy, thanks for coming on Profit with a Plan. As you know, my listeners are business owners and entrepreneurs. We welcome you. Thanks, Marcia. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad. Um, Wendy and I met, um, what was it, maybe a year or so ago, we kept sitting at the same table at eWomen Network here in Orange County, and we just kept being drawn to each other and drawn to each other. And, and Wendy has such great ideas. I just couldn't wait to get her on and share her with the rest of you guys. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. So we are talking about branding. So why you mentioned that branding in your bio was was so important, but why is it really so important even to us small business owners? Well, I think that um, and the reason why we say we bring big business brand strategy to the small business owner um, so that they can compete effectively is um, is a perfect example of taking big brands, for example. Look at the Coca-Colas and the um, and the the Kleenexes of the world, and and then ask yourself how you become a household name, hmm. right? And and it's always via branding. It's and branding is not just a logo, and like you mentioned, it is the most important part of any brand. But there are so many other parts and pieces that go along with that. Your messaging. Um, your um, your brand archetyping, your programs, products, and services, they um, all have to be on brand. So it's a real comprehensive term, branding. 
So, so describe that a little bit more. When we, when we think of branding such as Coca-Cola or Kleenex, we're thinking of an image that they have. But how does that translate over to a small business, maybe a, a, a dentist or a chiropractor or even a consultant? How would um, one of those types of businesses really benefit from branding? Well, think about brand recognition, and think about what professional branding looks like, right? Um, it gives you that credibility. It looks like, oh, this person is a professional. Clearly, they're experienced. It looks to me like they're credible. They probably are um, high-end. They probably have a following. Certainly, they have an education or a certification um, because they cared enough to create a professional brand for themselves. A DIY brand, and I say this all the time when I'm, I'm speaking in public, a DIY brand is like wearing a, a, a trash bag and dirty sneakers to a, an important business meeting, like not caring enough to dress for success. And okay. that's what branding really is. So do you think that people will, will make a purchase decision based on the brand that they're looking Absolutely. at? Absolutely. Don't you? I mean, when you're in the um, grocery yeah. store, for example, and you're looking at a certain product that you might want to buy and you think, okay, um, yeah, well, it's only like 50 cents more to buy the brand um, as opposed to the knockoff. In this instance, I think I'll go with the brand. We make those decisions every single day. A good example would be like um, ibuprofen or something like that. You go to the, you go to CVS. You, you're, you're like, do I want to pay for Advil or do I want to buy the CVS brand? And I always read the ingredients. Like for me, I'll dig into the brand, and I almost always will pick the the brand hmm, unless it's not important. Sense. Unless it's not an important decision. If it's not an important decision, like, like I don't know, uh, a beverage. Like your health, like your health or <laughs> your teeth or your business or, or your car or, you know, yeah, these things aren't really important. But so you think that a, a brand and, and let's actually, let's take a step back. So you talked about brands as not just a logo. Um, describe a little bit more about what goes into a real brand to make it seem like it's all-encompassing. Well, a brand has a story, right? Oh. So ev every brand has a story, and every brand has um, an archetype of sorts or a combination of archetypes that um, basically communicates the personality of that brand. And um, your your brand archetype and knowing your brand archetype. And okay, wait a minute, hang on. What's an archetype? A brand arch. Well, an archetype. This is a concept that was created by Carl Jung, um, the famous psychologist. Basically, okay. to, to explain the personality of a brand, the the how, what it is, how it is, who it is, right? And okay. so. If you don't really understand who you are as a business, what your core brand values are, your mission statement, vision statement, et cetera, if you don't really understand who your brand is, it's going to be really hard to communicate that to others. And your 
um, we do a very extensive um, piece on the front end where we um, figure out, help you figure out what your brand archetype is or what combination of, um, of personalities are incorporated into your branding. Now, once we figure that out, we have, for example, a list of words, right, that communicate what that personality sounds like. And then if we took it a step further and we said, okay, what is the brand archetype or the personality of your target market or your ideal client or your ideal avatar, right? What words are they going to respond to? So that's your story. So you want to make sure that when you're speaking to your target market, you're speaking from your core brand values, from your personality, your brand story, your brand archetype, and that you understand the personality, story, archetype of those you're speaking to and what they will respond to. Wow. So it goes so much deeper than just a logo or a color scheme. So I know that by the research that it sounds like we would do in, in a brand strategy is to find out who I'm trying to talk to, right? So if I'm talking to housewives sitting at home with their babies, just as a wild example, if I'm speaking to them, then I'm going to want to know what words and phrases they're going to, that's going to be attractive to them and things that are going to be able to cause them to want to say, yes, I want that. Is that, is that accurate? Yes. Totally accurate. Oh, I had no idea. It has a lot to do with that call to action piece, right? We're asking them to do something. Sign up for my complimentary gift or or, um, sign up for a a complimentary session with me or come to my workshop or my event, et cetera. But if you're you're not um, paying attention to the words that they would actually respond to, they're going to scroll right over it. You actually have about seven seconds to grab their attention. Wow. So if, and in our oversaturated world that we live in, um, and everybody's overstimulated all day, every day on social media, for example, or in, or in any of your marketing efforts, you have about seven seconds to break through the noise and grab their attention. And you would do that by branding, right? Truly, because at a glance, when I said to you, Kleenex and Coca-Cola, did you picture their logos real quick? Yes, I, pi- I did. I pictured the box and the stuff coming out that we, we have um, almost uh, verbed the word tissue into Kleenex and right. we've verbed the word Coke into soda. Or, right. you know, yeah, or think so. about Popsicle, right? I mean, so many of them, Band-Aid, right? Yeah, Those wow, are- interesting. It is so, It's fascinating. So how long, um, how long does it take for, for that process to come out? So if you were branding my company, as an example, as Bella Financial Group, um, we go through all this, all the, the, the investigation phase, I guess, research phase, and then we'd research my potential clients. And I mean, what, what kind of steps does it take to really come up with a brand? Well, We have, our program um, is a whole year. So when we bring a client in, we ask them to allow an entire year. Now, it doesn't take a year for the graphic design, but sometimes it will take six 
um, six, eight weeks, sometimes 90 days for the strategy part that we, the deep dive that we do on the front end. Then once we're really clear on what this business stands for, what this company is trying to communicate, then our graphic design team will go to work and start developing the core brand. Now the core brand will dictate the look and feel of everything else. So we always start mm. with the, brand, the logo because the logo will dictate the fonts that are used and the color palettes, et cetera, throughout the website, et cetera. Website landing page, workbooks, PowerPoint presentations, everything you do at that point, um, the logo will dictate that. So we start wow. there and then we spend the rest of the year creating those um, associated assets um, that give you the consistency in the marketplace to really let your brand shine so that at a glance, in seven seconds or less, somebody sees, sees your program being advertised or your product or your service and they go, oh, that's a trusted brand. Click. Wow. I like that. I like that. So it just, it seems like it's so much more than, like you said, just a logo. So when we're talking about um, detailing and you, you had explained a little bit there, um, what beyond, I guess, I guess what, what, what I want to figure out is I'm not a Coca-Cola can. And I'm not a Kleenex, but I'm a chiropractor. And so therefore I'm, I'm working with my clients. I've got a shingle out on the door. Maybe I do some little bit of advertising. I've got a logo. Um, I guess when, as, as I'm starting to learn from you, when I walk into, or when I, ha when people come into my office, I want that similar feel, right? Sure. And when I put my marketing out in the newspaper or the phone book or Yelp or um, social media, I want it all to be consistent and following through, correct? Yes, and identifiable. Um, we do a lot of work with personality brands, coaches, authors, speakers, medical okay. practitioners. Um, and what's important, uh, a lot of people um, think of their logo as an afterthought, and they might pull some stock imagery, for example, off the internet, um, a bird flying over the ocean, and then that's their shingle. Right. They put their name right underneath it. You know, um, Dr. Steve and there's the ocean and a bird because they like oceans and birds where they haven't really done the background. And it doesn't really make them stand out because there's only about three million logos out there with a lo with um, an ocean and bird. Right. <laughs> so how are you going to stand out in a saturated marketplace and how can you make sure that your branding really communicates visually who you are and the, uh, the type of services that you provide. It's really tricky and it's a deep dive. And, uh, and honestly, if you don't do that in the beginning, you're probably going to end up changing your logo or you're not going to attract the, t the market that you're looking for. Interesting. So talk to me about um, how you got started in this oh. branding world. Oh, goodness. Well, um, I am, I have a master's degree, believe it or not, in um, packaging design, uh, branding, corporate identity. And I taught at the college level for 17 years, teaching. Oh, when did you start when you were identity. 12, my dear? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was 12. I was a child prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> but I taught um, 
So I taught international marketing. I taught small business management. I taught um, corporate identity, branding, typography, packaging design. I actually wrote the packaging design curriculum for um, the online, um, for the Art Institute online packaging program. And so, um, so I did that for just a minute. And um, I've also, this is my fourth successful business um, that I've owned in my lifetime. So prior to teaching, I was an entrepreneur. I joke that I was an entrepreneur since birth. Like I flew out of the womb, like ready to get busy. But I... Um, Didn't we all? I mean, we all... It's, it's so funny that you say that because so many business owners and entrepreneurs, they just know that they that, that this is the path that they're going to be on. And, and nobody does it once and, and is perfect with it and just runs with it. It's like Truly. many of us are serial and we've had several companies and different paths because we just know that, that that's what we have to do for our, for our gift and our, our, our business is we can't work for the man. And no. so we're stupid enough or smart enough, sorry, to, to become business owners and, and go forward. But it's, it's funny that you say that as well. And it sounds like your credentials. I mean, you know what you're talking about. Truly. Um, I, uh, I actually never thought of myself um, being an employee. I think the only reason I stayed as long as I did with, um, with the Art Institutes was because it was an online position. Um, I really, really felt like I was giving back. Um, and it was a very rewarding job. But what I didn't know at the time um, was that it was preparing me for something grand, which is um, owning this branding agency. And um, one of the things I think that makes us really unique is that piece, um, that history, that history, her story of mine, um, which is that um, when I got I first that her story of yours. You get that? I got so, that little slip of the tongue. <laughs> so what um, what I did, I, ha I hired a coach when I first started. And one of the best things that she um, ever said to me was, she said to me, Wendy, you were a college professor teaching design and corporate identity for 17 years. And I said, yes. And she said, you have your finger on the pulse of the creative community. Go get them. And I went... And that's really how barcode branding uh, um, started because I went out and I recruited um, the faculty members that were also laid off like I was, right? Mm. And I brought them in to help me start the business. And then we put our heads together and we recruited the cream of the crop students that had graduated from our programs and were out there um, as professional designers. We brought them in. So I know our design team intimately intimately. So I do a really um, thorough uh, assessment when I bring a new client in and I match the client's business model with that designer's unique style to make sure it's synergistic. So it's always um, a very um, intimate um, setting. So it's not, yeah, we're not a logo factory by any means. It's oh, right. Cause you can go on personal. You can go online and get a logo for 10 to 30 or $40 and right. it's just a couple of canned pieces that somebody, you know, an art guy says, okay, so here's, here's 12 basic, you know, right. symbols and we'll just insert your name in, in each one of them. Yeah. I, I did that myself before I, before I found my, my logo and it was like, 
holy cow, this really didn't represent anything that I wanted. And so right. then I had ended up having a graphic designer friend do mine. But, you know, honestly, I thought, okay, well, I, I liked blues and silver. And so that's what we went with. It had nothing to do really with any of the research I probably, no, I should have done when I started uh, to make the brand be something that, that had more attractive um, natures well, and features. Well, not to necessarily. It. I think that blue is a great color for financial. I really do. And it's very, I got lucky. <laughs> yeah, you did. Blue is a good color for financial. Um, for example, blue is not a good color for food. Blue is oh. the least, least appetizing color in the color palette, unless you are cold beer or ice cream. Or money. <laughs> cold beer or ice cream. <laughs> Then blue is a good funny. color. Otherwise, yeah. So that's funny. Tell people. So if you're trying to lose weight, paint your kitchen blue, right? Right. I never okay. want to eat again. I'm going to go do that right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Wendy, you have such wealth of knowledge. It's clear you have the expertise and the experience um, to give us this information. So I really value this. Do you have any tips? that a small business owner, ideally in the service-based business world, could use now that maybe um, they didn't know before? Sure, absolutely. Along those lines, um, when it comes to color, for example, um, color is a great, color is one of the um, most powerful pieces of of any brand. And when it comes to color, Color is essential in conveying the look and feel of your brand. I mean, think about it. In kindergarten, right? Everyone wants to have the biggest box of crayons. At least I did. Okay. And color can be very effective in um, influencing thinking and reactions, like we just discussed with the color blue being the least appetizing color in the color palette. Color can even stimulate bodily hormones. And so you really want to, I mean, you can Google it. Any of your um, viewers can Google um, the psychology of color in branding. And uh, when you're trying to make the decision about your own branding, you can do that yourself. Um, Interesting. Okay. So color is a good good part. Um, What else? So color is one. Two, um, fonts, right? So fonts can't, there's a rule. Here's my rule when it comes to typography or fonts. Two's company and three is a crowd. Never use more than two fonts within your formal branding, period. End of story. The first and primary font can be a decorative font, right? Swirly, twirly, that's your decorative font. And then the second font is like your supporting font, right? So that one has to be a clean serif or sans serif, completely readable. I call it the Lucy and Ethel method, right? Lucy is the star of the show and should never be upstaged by Ethel. Okay, fair enough. And so so is... Is Lucy the Lucy Goosey, uh, the swirly stuff, and then Ethel yes. is the solid color? Okay, I got yes. it. I got it. So well, that's great spot. because... Here's... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say my um, my logo is is two diamonds uh, superimposed over each other with a swirly B in the middle, and then I've got my Bella Financial Group written out. So I guess my, my graphic designer did okay on that. 
Yeah. Oh, I like your logo a lot. I think she, I think your logo is is really beautiful, quite effective. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, so we got logo. We got. I mean, excuse me. We got colors. We've got right. fonts. And Lewis, Lewis, Lucy and Ethel. <laughs> right, right. Here's a side tip about Lucy and Ethel. Did you know that in Ethel's contract that she signed, she had to um, be 25 pounds overweight at all times so that she didn't, yep, so that she didn't upstage Lucy ever. Wow. I, I know. What, so that's, I, what so I a of a friend, right? Here, my, my dearest friend, and I'm going to work with you for years, and you've got to be 25 pounds overweight. That's horrible. Right. Well, the good news is she got to eat anything she wanted. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> paint her kitchen blue, right? <laughs> so the third tip is imagery. Use imagery sparingly and never use stock images or clip art within your formal logo. Hence what we just discussed about the ocean and the bird, right? So that makes sense. It just, there's really no need to be too literal, right? And if your logo requires a simple icon of sorts, then a professional agency will create custom art just for you. Think about like the Nike Swish or, or the simple two simple circles that create the target logo, right? Right. Simple, clean, um, because simple and clean is contemporary. I like so it. Because you like dogs, you know, but you have a dental practice doesn't necessarily mean that you should have a dog um, in your, in your, yeah, in your logo, or you like fishing and you're an accountant, right? So, Although fishing can be some, there's some great marketing material associated with fishing, but you don't need to be that literal. Okay. Okay. And then, and then in your logo, I mean, that doesn't mean you want to have personality in it, but it doesn't have to be completely your personality. I mean, your, your, your personal personality, it wants to be your business's personality. Nailed it. Great. You're a good well, Wendy, I'm a good student. I've been, we've been sitting together for so long. This is, this is amazing, but I've learned so much today. This Yay. is so great. And, and thank you so much for this. So how can my listeners um, find out more about you? Because you clearly have what it takes to put a business on the map so that they can separate themselves from the, the, the hundreds and thousands, hundreds of thousands, or even millions of competitors that, that we may have out there. How could someone find out more about your services? Truly. Um, well, you can look for us online, barcodebranding.com. And remember, barcode has two R's, like my last name, right? Mm-hmm. Barcode branding. Um, we do a complimentary brand assessment um, for anybody, uh, especially um, any of your viewers um, or listeners that are interested and you can go to barcodebranding.com slash profit booster. We call it the profit booster brand assessment. And um, you just go in there, sign up and you'll receive a calendar link so that you can have a a one-on-one brand assessment where we'll look at some of your branded assets and kind of help you determine if you are on the right path or maybe it just needs a little bit of adjustment or maybe you need to consider rebranding completely. Wow, that is so valuable. And what's the time commitment if I do that um, uh, profit builder? The um, profit booster. So the profit Profit booster... 
that um, you would, you'll, if, if you sign up, you'll get a series of emails. Um, there's a video, right? That gives you a little bit of education and um, almost immediately you get a calendar link because I like to jump on a zoom call and share my screen and open up your website and open up your Facebook and LinkedIn profiles and anything else, your landing pages, anything else that you have as far as branded assets go and have a conversation with you about it. Well, that's cool. I think, I think that that's so important for, I mean, otherwise you're just one of those internet companies that will just mass produce something. You've got to see what I've got in my personality. So I love that. Thank you so very much for, for providing that. And we'll have um, this information on the um, podcast information um, piece that we put out that'll tell you what's going on with the podcast. Wendy's information will be tagged in there as well. So thank you so much, Wendy, for listening um, or for participating today and to our listeners for listening. I hope you have found an idea or two to put into your business that will give you more control over your money and make you more profitable. If you'd like to know specifically how to increase your own profits in your business, you can chat with Wendy and I on our appointment calendars. Again, Wendy will be on the um, posted on the um on the information on this, or you can always hit up my Calendly at uh, Marcia-16. So next week, Wendy, I have a really special um, gal coming on. I think you know Rosie Aiello. Um, she, is, Rosie. Um, she has created this amazing day, and this is my give back to the community. She is talking about National Love is Kind Day. It's uh-huh. on July 27th, and she'll be on our show next week to talk about it. So um, I'm really excited about having her on. She's amazing, um, and she's got such a great idea. Uh, and then also um, a little bit of uh, uh, updates on calendars. I am having a very special event coming up on July 24th here in SoCal, and uh, I'll be speaking on women, money, and stress. And I know you've all heard my money and stress bit, but this is even more impactful. And the participants will learn some great tips on how to gain control over their money so they can make really confident financial decisions. The invitation to this um, workshop, uh, it's dirt cheap. It's like 26 bucks, so it's not even a, uh, you know, it's a couple of coffees that you spend. will be attached again on this podcast, or you can go hit up my Facebook page at Bella Financial Group. So again, thank you so much for joining us. I would love to hear any questions, feedback, ideas for future shows. You can hit up Wendy uh, at barcodebranding.com or you can hit up me at bellafinancialgroup.com or any of my social channels, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram at Bella Financial or Marcia Reiner. And then don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you do, you'll get my three hidden secrets to cash flow right now that you'll find. It's a great little tip. And then uh, we hope that uh, you'll catch Profit with, a pod- uh, Profit with a Plan podcast on any of your favorite players. And we're so looking forward to more profitable information on next week's show. And until then, make your plans and profit with it. Thanks, Wendy. Thank you.